Welcome to the Designer Boss Podcast. Listen, learn, lol, and level up with the ultimate success guide for web and graphic designers. My name is Anna Dower. I'm a cake-loving, success-slaying graphic design mentor. And I'm Emma Kate, your personal sensei for mastering the wonderful world of web. Together we'll show you how to harness our tried and tested experiences and hard-earned lessons while you soak up everything we know about building a successful design business. Hello, welcome to the Designer Boss Podcast. It's Anna here. I'm joined by Emma. Hi, everyone. Uh, And we also have another guest. We have the lovely Kat Potter, who is here on the couch with us in our professional recording studio (laughs) under the blankets. (laughs) We're on a bit of a designer vacay together and we roped Kat in to having a bit of a chat with us. (laughs) Kat is a bit scared. (laughs) But she'll be fine. That's a great talker when it's on a microphone. <laughs> yes. Yes. So introduce yourself, Kat. Uh, yeah, I'm Kat Potter from Little Black Cat Creative. Um, I am a graphic designer slash illustrator. Um, and, uh, yeah, I recently went full-time doing just Little Black Cat in uh, September last year. So is that nine Nine or so months, nine, ten months. Yeah. And before that, what were you doing? Uh, Pre-press and graphic design at printers. So I spent mm, about 18 years working for printers. That's like the most boringest (laughs) design work. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Like fixing other designers' artwork um, every day, (laughs) basically, so we can actually print from it. Yeah, that's pretty dry. And if someone was to go to your website now and see what you do now, it's like the complete opposite of yes. that. Yes. So I'm like just going to hit you with questions. <laughs> like why did you do it for so long? In the beginning, sort of initially, it was like it was a job and I needed a job and I had family, kids, and I was happy just working the, you know, the nine to five or whatever it was and just doing the boring work because I had my family that I I guess, did all the fun stuff. I did a lot of arty stuff with my kids, so I guess that was my creative outlet. And then as the kids got older, I needed to make more money <laughs> and it wasn't really fulfilling me anymore. I started working, you know, on the side for myself on weekends and nights and it just grew, I, I suppose, and to a point that I started hating my part-time day job, mm-hmm. which is awful. <laughs> I work with lovely people. I just hated the work. Yeah, I had to do something a bit more more creative. So, yeah, I worked at it and worked at it, um, lots of long nights, and it eventually became enough to, well, I guess it wasn't enough to quit the job initially, but I thought I have to, otherwise it's never going to go anywhere. I just had to sort of mm-hmm. bite the bullet, I guess. So I had to make sure I had the savings ready to go, so I was ready to, everything was sort of lined up. I had my, you know, my procedures, my systems, everything was in place. I just had to let go of the job and yeah. and um, and see how it went. And I, you know, I could always get another job if it didn't turn out. But yeah, so far so good. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. I don't know why it's so hard to let go. You know, I I think it's hard for everyone yeah. to just make the decision that 
you know, I'm going to go out on my own now. It is scary. It was. It took a long time. It did. I remember. But um, you did it. It was so exciting handing in that letter. I think I just had a bad day, like a really bad day at work. And I'm like, stuff it. I'm going to, I'm going to just write. Um, I'm just going to write a resignation letter to make me feel better. (laughs) (laughs) And I wrote the letter and um, just wrote it. (laughs) And that was it. Like typed it up, signed it, talked to my husband about it. I told my my colleague, look what I've just written. And he's like, does that make you feel better? (laughs) Um, And then the next day after, obviously, I didn't just hand it in straight away. Next day I sort of slept on it and went, yeah, I'm going to hand that letter in. If I didn't write the letter just to vent, I probably wouldn't have had the, you know what I mean? It was like that mm. that little thing just to. Send you over the edge. Yeah, mm. even though I just wrote it for me, it was like, oh, well, I'm going to, it helped. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And was your family supportive? Yes, they were really supportive. I didn't mm. think they were going to be. I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> probably your yeah. own fear. Yeah, well, my dad worked for himself forever. Um, as a as a tradie, so he was always like, "It's hard working for yourself, and mm. you don't get holidays, you don't get sick pay, and all that sort of stuff." So, I was maybe I had the fear put into me that it was yes. not a good thing. Um, but he was so he's so excited that I am working for myself now, which is weird. <laughs> <laughs> and I was unex, unexpected, but yeah. I think he'd be proud of me no matter what I did. His yeah, yeah. When I told mum, she's like, "Well, I, I, I don't know why you didn't do it sooner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Mum. Yeah, yeah, so no, that was good. Oh, and the husband was supportive too. Sorry, I oh, forgot yeah. about him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was telling me to do it for a long time. He's like, mm. when are you going to do it? Just do it. And I love that you have such a, a niche, like your style mm-hmm. is obviously your niche if you check out Kat's website. I love the fact that... Your business is booming and you have that really specific niche. I just, I guess I sort of developed a certain sort of illustrative style, like my illustrations obviously, but I like to bring that into my design too. And I I guess I liked drawing that way. So I made that into my niche. So I sort of, Mm. yeah, I've got customers who sort of businesses who target families, young people, um, youthful sort of feel, you know, it works for their business, the bright, colourful illustrations, that, you know. Um, yeah, and they come to you and they know what they're going to get. Like it's not a surprise. Yeah. And I think so many more designers need to do that. Like um, if you end up with people that are difficult, chances are you didn't make it clear what they're coming to you for. Yeah. And I think you've made it really clear, like this is what you're going to get when you hire me as yeah. a designer. Yeah. And if someone comes to me and says, I, you know, I want this drawn this way and they'll show me like their inspiration pictures and stuff, I'll, I'll look at it and go, well, I don't draw that way. Yes. I'm probably not going to do it mm. properly. <laughs> yeah. I just can't. It's like handwriting. It's like that's how, that's how you write. That's how I draw. I can't change it. Yeah, I mean, definitely do change it to suit when it comes to um, illustrating for brands because you've got to add that bit to it so it's different, so it looks like that brand. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. when it comes to branding for, for sorry, branding illustri- illustrating for brands, but it is sort of still very similar, like my styles. Yeah, yeah, it's painted with your yeah. brush, yeah. which I think is really important. 
And we were talking about like the last these last couple of days we've been talking about all the things design related. And one of the things that we've been talking about is how we're constantly learning. Like with every client, we're still learning. Um, and I think it's important to tell everyone that so they know it's okay. You know, we're all still learning each client, each job. Um, and like you said, you've been doing your business for nine months now. What's been the biggest thing that you've learned? The proposal or the contract, there's so much you've got to put into it. Yeah. Everything's got to be like ticked, specific. crossed and specific. So yeah. if you're not specific, um, then... You'll get caught out. When I haven't been specific in um, in things and, 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 you know, I felt like, well, I, I can't charge the client for that because I didn't specify mm. whether that was included or not mm. and I didn't maybe explain that this is what this is and, and sort of things. So I felt like that's on me then. Mm-hmm. So then I've got to, like, suck it up and um, and do it. So... Yeah, I think it's normal. I think it's like really healthy as well to see it as learning, not necessarily like just people being difficult. Yeah. People aren't difficult for no reason. Well, mostly not. Like the whole, you know, design, illustration, branding, it's um it's a new thing for them mm-hmm. to hire you. So they don't know. Mm-hmm. And we talk a whole new language, like yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. it's a different language how we <laughs> I mean that's any business. They have their own yeah. their own lingo, so it's mm-hmm. it's different. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you can't communicate enough, guys. I'll just add to that because I was one of those people that rather than having a contract within the first five, six months of well, nine months of my career, like you have your freelancing gig, it took me years. Like, you know, I was one of those people that thought, Oh, if I have a big contract, that's just gonna turn people off and I, you know, they're not mm. gonna wanna work with me. Um, and so I got, I was the, one of those people that got burnt a million times, you know, like I didn't have, I didn't specify this. I didn't specify that. And, you know, and I still do to this day, add new things to my contract sometimes because there, there's always, you know, something little that maybe you've missed and that would, you know, make it easier next time. Um, but what I discovered after I started sort of having contracts in my business is that it actually, Rather than deter clients, mm. it will deter the wrong kind of clients for you. Yes, the ones that are going to want to screw you over, it will deter them, mm. which is what you want to do. You mm. want to deter those people. But the people that are just genuine and, like you said, it's the first time they've hired a designer or an illustrator and they're a bit weary about what's included and what the process is and all that, having a contract that stipulates all that and your timelines and what's expected and all that, that makes them feel more comfortable, mm. makes you look more professional, makes everything run a lot smoother and makes sure you get paid in the end essentially and everyone's happy. So I think that's a, I think that's awesome that you've implemented it so early on in your freelancing gig. Yeah, and know that it's like fluid. Keep adding stuff. Yeah. Each time you encounter someone who's a pain in the ass, like include something in your contract to make sure it never happens again. <laughs> That's what I do every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So hopefully one day you get that, oh, dream yeah, yeah. client. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, they pretty much all are. Yeah. That, you know, yeah. That you've forgotten to yeah. communicate basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I know that you've just recently celebrated your best Month. The best month, yes. <laughs> Talk about that. How did you get there? I've just hit my my first 
$10,000 in sales, which is something I've never done before and something everyone sort of aims for, I guess, when, yeah. when they're, you know, starting out. How did I get there? I don't know, really. There wasn't like a like a straight path to get there. Mm. It was a lot of um, up and down and turn around and, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I did. I, mean, I did a lot of late nights, I'll be honest. I did yeah. have done a lot of late nights, but then I work around my kids too. So I might not do a full day. I'll do, you know, a half a day and a little bit at night. So, But I also think like it's easy, probably easier for me on the outside to see how you did it. Yeah. Like I feel like you're the kind of person that, takes things on board like I know I've worked with lots of different designers over the years and some people just don't want to learn how to do things differently like learn new stuff they don't want to do the work yeah and I feel like you do you always take on board information advice from other people and you really do it yeah, other people who know what they're doing, for sure. Like, <laughs> like, I, I did your course, as you know, and I've also done Emma's course. So <laughs> that's been awesome. But I've done other courses too. Um, um, yeah, so I've, I've worked with other, yeah. um, I guess, mentors or, or people as well. But you chose to invest in yourself, which is like a big thing in itself, in order to, like, level up. Yeah. A lot of people kind of just expect it to happen. Like, yeah. oh, I'm sitting at my desk from nine to five. Why isn't it happening? Like you have to be really proactive about it. And I think yeah. you have been. Yeah. No, like I guess a lot of what I sort of did was the daytime work was working on client work mm-hmm. and nighttime work. It felt better to work at night if I was working on my stuff. Mm. Yes. So I didn't feel like I was working. It felt like I was at nighttime, I was building the business, yeah. <laughs> and at daytime, I was working. Mm-hmm. So um, that's sort of how I, I guess, I did it. I did a lot of night. Yeah, that was yeah, that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. And it was it was fun to, to me. It yeah. sounds really lame, but it, it's it's been fun to you know put it all together and see it grow. And it yeah, is fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've loved seeing it grow. So, just with what you were, like, all the things that you've listed there, you're like, I don't know how I did it, but that's how you did it, you know? Like, you decided that you really wanted to, like, obviously focus on, pe- like, a niche and people that you, like, clients that you really, mm-hmm. you know, you put yourself out there. You're authentic in your branding and your website and your particular styles. So you've attracted people, um, clients that, really like that and so it's more enjoyable for you to work mm. with them obviously rather than designing for businesses like really corporate or something that's like really beige mm. <laughs> like and you just want these bright fun vibrant jobs yeah so that you've worked really hard and it you, unfortunately that's just kind of when you start out you kind of have mm. to just put in the hours you do you have to work hard but you were intentional about it and I think that's a huge thing you can just sit there nine to five or even like seven to seven you know like you can do big hours but if you're just trying to punch out the work or you're not being intentional about what you actually want to generate in your business then you're just going to put in the hours and it's not going to come in you're better off doing a few hours of really intentional work 
it's so much more valuable to just do a few hours and be like, this is what my goal is. Mm. Like I'm going to, you know, do a a newsletter to my clients or I'm going to do some really strategic Facebook posts or I'm going to rebuild my website to make it like exactly reflect what I want to, you know, the packages I want to offer, all that kind of stuff. And um, you're sort of like the opposite to me starting out because I was just one of those people that was really hesitant to invest in my business and myself. It took many years to realise that. Um, And I just thought, oh, I'll just do the hours and, you know, It'll pay off. Yeah, it'll pay off. Like, and it just, it doesn't, like, I, you know, I didn't do too badly to begin with. I would, you know, I'd have enough money coming in and stuff, but it was for shit clients and doing boring work Mm. and, like, it just wasn't rewarding and I also didn't feel like I was growing as a designer either. I felt like the stuff I was doing was really, like, just boring and not me. So I can see what you've done in such a short period of time like to hit your first over 10k month in nine, nine months, months. months. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. i know but that's full time like it's yeah. different yeah. um it's just just incredible and i know the kind of questions designers would ask if i said you know i made 10k um in my design business in a month the questions i will ask is where did you find your clients and it's not an easy question to answer because it's like lots of things. They come to me. Yes. But they come to me because um, they found my website and they can relate to everything that they see on it. And they're like, you're like a lot of them when they do talk to me, they're like, I've seen your website and you're exactly what we want. Yes. Or um, I've been following you, you on Instagram and, you know, I love your style or, um, I got your newsletter and actually one lady, she's like, I usually delete all my newsletters, but I kept <laughs> yours because I liked it. And I'm like, wow, I didn't know anyone read them. <laughs> so, yeah. so all of that stuff together um, yes. and, with, and with a brand that is you and, and you know, everything that's. It all adds crazy. up. And I know you um, talk specifically to your audience. You really try to solve their problems. Um, offer them solutions like on your social media, blog posts, yeah. newsletters. You basically like do all the things I tell you to do. Yes. <laughs> I do all my work. <laughs> she does all of her work. And it's, and it's funny because I think a couple of times you've said, don't get angry at me, but, um, <laughs> but it's kind of good to have that kind of someone that keeps you accountable because I'm the same with my website and Emma I'm like oh my god Emma's gonna get so angry at me if she sees this image size um (laughs) do you know what I mean it's like having that fairy godmother um, kind of watching you yeah so what's next are you gonna just keep going what's the goal because I like what I'm doing now but eventually I think we were talking about it last night after yeah. a couple of wines. Yes. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, I would like to, um, like my, I want to work more on the illustration side of things and I would love to eventually, you know, move into textiles and um, products and things like that and, um, yeah, you know, like have my own collection at Adairs or yes. somewhere like that mm. <laughs> where I can, that's awesome. I don't know, but, yeah, that's, Something I'd always love to do, whether or not I can do the both at the same time. I don't know. But. No, that's awesome. Um, 
I hope this podcast experience hasn't been too scary for you. And how would it feel if um, other designers were looking up to you? Because I'm pretty sure there's a whole bunch that are now. I don't know that I would believe it, to be honest. (laughs) What advice would you give to someone who's kind of torn in that shitty space of working the day job and umming and ahhing about going out on their own? I guess if you hate the day job that much and you really want to make like make it happen then you will like you'll make it happen you just have to put the time in um you know I was doing the days and the nights so it's it's it is a lot of hard work but if it's something you want and enjoy then it doesn't it didn't feel like hard work Mm. I guess it doesn't Mm -hmm. and it won't so um yeah just keep at it because it's it's worth it it's amazing the freedom that you have when you're finally on your own yeah I mean look at us Mm. in the middle of the week Airbnb (laughs) yeah living the life no it's all good I'm so glad we could chat and we could hear about your um business journey yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, so thanks for everyone listening. If you did enjoy this podcast or you know anyone who um, might find it valuable, maybe you've got a designer friend who's maybe wondering, you know, if they can continue doing their freelance stuff or wanting to go out on their own, then please share it with them. And please uh, leave us a review. Uh, it's the best way for people to find us. So if you can leave us a review um, on iTunes or your podcasting app, if you can leave reviews on other places, I don't even know. <laughs> but whatever just like leave good good comments everywhere that'd be awesome um and if you're interested in finding out more about our next summit coming up in october our designer boss summit 3.0 uh please head to our website designerboss.co and put your name on the waitlist so we can keep you in the loop with everything that's going on You've been listening to the Designer Boss Podcast with Anna Dower and Emma Kate. If you'd like to learn more about us and our upcoming digital summit for graphic and web designers, head to our website, designerboss.co.